Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Podcast 30 is sponsored by Rock Paper Scent Poll, helping you let the world know of your brilliance. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Ballou. This podcast is all about ways to redefine leadership as a pathway to increasing your business or nonprofit income. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. Here we are. Podcast number 30. Podcast number 30 is about another five. It's another five. Five perilous practices that take good leaders down. We've been talking about five myths. Here's some bad practices. You can do these things, but, whoa, they're going to cause you some trouble. You can find transcripts at HughBalooPodcast.com. HughBalooPodcast.com. You find all of the podcasts on that page, the link to the page where you can listen online, read the transcript, get the links to the sites that I mention. We're learning that leadership is a pathway to income, redefining leadership, converting passion to profit. Here we go. 30 perilous practices that take good leaders down. We all do things that we wish we hadn't done. Those are usually called learning experiences unless the end the particular event, the catastrophe, is a backlash or questions the leader's integrity. Those are things we wish we really hadn't done and maybe we hadn't thought about it ahead of time. We can use whatever words we want to use, however, in some circumstances, those words might create negative results that diminish the credibility of the leader. Whoa. Choice of words is power and choice of words is integrity, especially for the entrepreneur and thought leader who must establish a position of influence to support the niche that they're in. We are leaders who are persons of influence, people of integrity, people that have impact in the world. So here's my list of leadership behaviors that bring down leaders in any type of organization. Number one, ignoring signs of problems. There are many reasons that leaders don't respond to issues that arise in day-to-day activities. First, the leader is unsure of what to do when surprised by unexpected actions or results. The top reason I observe for leaders at any level in not responding to unacceptable behaviors or actions is a fear of not being liked. The script that leaders play to themselves is that they must be liked for people to want to follow them. That's not true. It's important for people to respect the leader and trust the leader's abilities. 
in order to be an active participant. Uh, a musical analogy for this dynamic is this. The conductor stops the rehearsal and points to the that out that the trumpets are too loud and that the flutes are not in tune. The conductor presents these as facts and not as personal criticism. The conductor then defines the prescription to the problem as follows. Trumpets, take the dynamics down one level and flutes, you're slightly flat, tune it up. The players are not offended and the rest of the orchestra is not horrified. We didn't create a problem that people didn't like us. It's just the reverse. The conductor did not address the problems and provide the solution, then the conductor would be considered to be a poor leader. Leaders in business could benefit from this model. Define the problem, address it as soon as possible, be factual and specific in the analysis of the problem as well as the solution. It's possible because the orchestra has established a culture of high-performance standards that everyone understands and supports, so they know you're going to give them tips to improve. Here's a tip to think about. Deal with the problem as soon as it's noticed, or the problem only gets worse, costs more money, wastes time, and damages relationships. Don't put it off. Number two, cutting off team members with ideas. It's only the insecure leader who doesn't want to gain the perspective of others on the team. If the leader can't respect the opinion of team members, then it might be time to get a new team. Here's a tip. Don't attempt to be right all the time. Talked about that in my five myths, just the last one. Instead, work to be sure that others are right. This way, time and energy are able to focus on the top leadership priorities that only the leader can do. That's you. There's things only you can do. You want to stay focused on that. Number three in this list of bad practices, taking back a delegated project. Nothing is more damaging to team spirit and personal initiative than the leader who takes back a project or assignment to do themselves. There are two messages implied in this action. Number one, the person to whom it has been assigned is not capable of successfully completing the project. Or number two, that there's no chance of anyone other than the leader being successful. This is a no-win action. This is a full set of leadership competencies tied to delegation. Most leaders do not even know that these competencies exist and certainly don't know that they're needed. Most leaders do not even know what to do and they don't know how to help. Here's a tip. Learn about the reciprocity of leadership over-functioning and team under-functioning. Teams underfunction mostly because the leader does it all. And they say, what's the point of even trying? So grabbing a project and taking it back is a form of overfunctioning. 
unless it's just so obvious that it's not going to work, then maybe it shouldn't have been delegated in the first place. Here's number four on my list. Valuing results and not individuals. Whoa. Effective leadership depends on effective relationships. Value results, emphasize results, focus on results, and constantly work on relationships. Leadership, communication, results are all based on relationship. Here's a tip. Learn to develop healthy boundaries so relationships don't depend on people liking the leader but understanding roles and responsibilities all along with the leader's vision for the organization. People must understand the why before they care about the what. Be good at defining the why. Here's number five. These are ways to prevent things that you can't take back. Denying the problem that you created. My assessment of many problems in any group emotional system, actually, especially in business, is that a leader knowingly sets up problems and because of their lack of awareness of their role in creating the problem, the conflict, the confusion, etc., they deny any part of that situation. It's simply a gap of knowledge and awareness for the leader. First of all, in any situation involving conflict, confusion, and team dysfunction, everybody plays a role. It's usually the leader who has the primary role in the situation. In order to avoid making things worse, look in the mirror before blaming others for the problem. Having a personal leadership coach who is aware of the subtle interactions in group emotional systems has been a real value to me in my work. I coach entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, clergy, and corporate executives, and my ability to provide value to others is greatly enhanced by having a coach myself. As Covey says in his Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, sharpen the saw. Be aware of what we don't know. Be aware that maybe we have set up or caused the problem. Here's the tip. Work on relationships and always, always work on yourself. Work on skills, work on systems, work on personal awareness. In summary, we as leaders cannot point finger, fingers for failure everywhere, anywhere, other than ourselves. Certainly, we have others who challenge us and and economic trends cause us to rethink our strategies. But our response to either elevates us as leaders or makes the situation worse. Continuing to work on personal capacity building and knowledge about organizational functioning as group emotional process will guide us in managing self and making better decisions. This is especially true for startup businesses and early stage entrepreneurs and includes religious organizations and charities. We have an ability and an opportunity to build and lead an efficient collaborative culture 
and to embed the excellence of performance into the culture, to inspire and equip leaders on teams to surpass expectations. Begin now forming the culture to define the future. This is Hugh Ballou reminding all of us, myself included, that leadership is a process of continuing improvement, personal growth, capacity building, and awareness. Leadership is an ever-expanding universe. Surround ourselves with good people, and we improve ourselves. Podcast number 30. Whoa. These are ways that we want to not create negative results for the organization we lead. Remember, hubaloopodcast.com. You can go there, read the transcript, write notes. I'll see you on the next podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Rock Paper Simple. There's special offers for you from me. So go to rockpapersimple.com backslash Hugh, small h, U-G-H. You'll find special offers. You have a brilliance. It's time for the world to know. Joshua Adams and his team know the missing elements. It's just not only a pretty website. It's a website that grabs your attention. It's a website that engages members. It's a website that gets conversions to clients. It's a website that sets you apart. Isn't it time to create energy coming in to your organization, to engage your members, to engage your tribe, your clients, to find new people who need what you have to offer? Having the right online presence is critical. It's time to change the future, change the future with your presence online. Rockpapersimple.com backslash small H-U-G-H. There's an offer waiting for you. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.